Greetings, salutations, aloha. Um, well, I think that is uh, that's the extent of my hello abilities. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, I'm Will. This is Head Above Hypocrisy, and uh, we're going to do another Dad's Corner. <laughs> Those are always fun, right? Uh, yeah, no, so I was... Um, I was thinking the other day about an elementary school teacher that I had a um, hundred years ago when I was uh, a child uh, in my youth. Um, and this, the, the teacher, Mr. Merriman was his name, had a phrase that he coined strong and wrong. Uh, Cause he was a, he was a uh, charismatic elementary school teacher. One of the few that, you know, I still remember to this day. Um, but he was, um, he was he was strong in his you know in his opinions in his in his presentation just in in general it was very difficult to to change his mind or or move him from something that he you know he believed to be true uh my dad loved this phrase or ideology if you will will uh, of of um strong and wrong he'd say it all the time you got to be strong and wrong right like whatever whatever you decide you got to stick to it and no matter what you just that's what you're doing because that's the decision you made uh, and you know, on, <laughs> on some levels, there's definitely merit in that. Uh, but I do believe that it is very important as, as fathers, husbands, um, you know, just leaders in general to, to also be able to be gracefully incorrect, right? You can't, you cannot, you know, the leadership is not a, a blunt force tool. You can't use the same approach all the time for everyone. Um, and I think that, uh, especially for men, we, um, we can forget about the, uh, the gracefully incorrect part, right? Like being able to, to hear people out and, and possibly, uh, being open to, to changing our position if, if that is the, the logical thing to do. Um, so <laughs> that's where we're at today in dad's corner. Um, strong and wrong versus, um, gracefully incorrect. <laughs> Who will be the victor? Find out today. So yeah, is it um is it better to be strong and wrong or gracefully correct? Uh, <laughs> in a perfect world, you know, uh, ideally the 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 best leaders, fathers, parents, you know, the best people, I guess, um, are a little bit of both, right? Like you can't, you don't want to be, you don't want too much of either, right? You don't want to be too strong and and <laughs> too wrong because uh because you run the risk of you know a just plain getting it wrong and be those that you are uh in charge of or those that are you're working with will will stop communicating with you because you don't listen anyway um so you know what's the point of telling you something may not work or what's the point of 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 providing any information if you don't you know if you don't listen anyway right so that that can that can adversely affect your, your leadership, right? Cause you will miss out on, on vital information. Um, because, you know, whatever, whatever you have decided is, is law and you don't, you know, you're not willing or capable of, of hearing any alternate or opposing, um, 
thoughts or viewpoints. Um, and I mean, you know, like as I said, it is it is definitely important to to stick to your guns, right? Like you can't you can't just let people say any old thing and change your mind, um, especially if you are if you are in charge or if you are in some form of leadership or if you're a parent. Um, it's important to you know once you've you know once you've made a decision to to stick to it for the most part, but it is all it's also important to to listen to those that you are deciding for. Um, because oftentimes the decisions that you're making, especially in a, in a family directly, you know, uh, affect these people and they, they will know better than anyone else how the effects of, of said decision. Um, and you know, the more, the more open you are to, to hearing them out, the more comfortable they'll be, you know, sharing useful information with you. Um, and again, it's, it's, it's a balancing act. Right. You don't you on the opposite end of the of the spectrum, you don't want to take everyone's feedback uh, into account all the time for every decision made. You know, that's that's the bureaucracy's worst nightmare. Right. Like you can't if if you take the time to hear everyone out and and try to make a decision based on on appealing to everyone all the time, nothing will ever get done. You'll never be able to decide anything. Right. Because everybody feels differently and you can't please all the people all the time. Um, so you kind of got to walk that fine line, right? Like you have to be, you have to be strong and confident in your, in your choices so that you are capable of weeding out the bad advice or, you know, the people that want to just complain for complaining sake, um, while still allowing those that have genuine feedback or, or can, actually contribute to ensuring that the decision made is the best one for uh, all parties involved. So this is, this can be not too difficult to implement like in the workplace or when dealing with other adults, it can get a little dicey in relationships, obviously, you know, cause emotions and you got a lot of other var- variables involved. Um, but it gets really, really tricky when you're dealing with little kids, uh, you know, toddlers, small children, because uh, they like to question and and challenge you at pretty much every juncture, uh, <laughs> so you know that I feel like with the with the kiddos sometimes uh, or more times than not the uh, the strong and wrong approach is not is not terrible. Um, it's you know a lot of times you got to just tell kids what it's like that you know because it's the way it is or because I said so. You know the 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 quintessential parental response. Um, but you you all you do want to to keep your ears open. Um, you want to make sure that you are hearing your kids out and, um, I don't know, uh, actively ignoring them. <laughs> if that's a, if that's a term or, a, a a phrase in that, like, you know, you hear them out, uh, but you tell them to go do what you, you told them to do anyway. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I understand cleaning your room's not fun. And, uh, you'd really rather eat applesauce and do cartwheels, but it smells like an old sock in there. You need to get in there and, and put stuff away, right? Like you gotta, in, in a situation like that, there's really not a whole lot that you, there's not a lot of feedback that you need to, to, to deal with or to digest because dirty rooms and bad smells are, are very black and white, right? It's something that needs to be addressed and I don't need to hear your thoughts or opinions on it. 
Um, but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get an autopilot where you just, you never listen to the kid. Um, because every now and then they'll surprise you and, and then hit you with some, you know, with a unique perspective or, or some, some facts you were unaware of. And you'll have to go step back and be like, Oh, well, all right then junior. I, uh, you, you got me there. You're right. I, um, I guess you should be allowed to play with your blocks right now because to Friday, in fact, is a pupil free day. You do not have school today. My bad. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe not, uh, as exaggerated as driving your kid to school when they, when there's no school. Um, but you, you want to make sure that you are listening out for, for situations like that. So you are not, um, so blatantly wrong that you have, you're, you know, you're sitting out school, sitting outside of the school on a, on, on, on a pupil free day. Something like this happened to, to me or to actually to me and my wife, not, not too long ago. Our, our, our eldest, our daughter had a, I don't know what I would call at best a minor abrasion on her knee, right? Like she, she scraped her knee, the, the, the lightest, faintest of scrapes, just barely broke the skin. It was a little bit red. She had a, a couple of lines on her knee, you know, where the, where the skin was, was unhappy. Um, so she's, Hey daddy, I have an owie. Blah, blah, blah. Can I, you know, let's get a band aid. They like, they, they wear band aids like accessories. They're, they're, they're in that stage. Um, you know, like you put a band aid on, on any sort of, uh, imperfection on your skin just because I guess at this juncture in development, applying band aids is, is an exciting activity. Uh, so we're putting band aids on all day long for all sorts of, you know, random, minuscule ailments. Uh, and, both my wife and I filed this away under the, yeah, okay, we'll give you a band-aid, you know, for fun. You don't really need one. There's no, there's no actual blood. It was, it was red, but it wasn't actively bleeding, right? Again, very, very faint scratch. Um, so she gets the band-aid and a few days pass and she starts, you know, she's, she starts walking with this, um, kind of a limp almost. Um, she'll, she, she, she drops in and out of it. Um, but she, it's definitely, she's definitely got a hitch in her giddy up, right? There's definitely a noticeable change to her gait. Uh, and so we asked her about it, obviously, right? Like you see your kid limping, you're going to, I should hope you're going <laughs> to, you're going to say something or address it in some kind of way. So, you know, we're like, Hey, sweetheart, what's, what's going on? Why are you walking like that? And she's like, Oh, my alley hurts. And again, mind you, this is just two, three days later after we've put a bandaid on this minuscule, tiny little abrasion. So I'm thinking like, what, but uh what like did you fall on it again what why why is this tiny scratch affecting the way that you walk and she's like it hurts like you know i've, I've got an owie i'm like but you don't you don't have an owie you've got you've got like a, a a scratch if that it should just walk normal stop it uh so she can kind of grunts and walks off this goes on for another couple of days and she continues to randomly walk with this limp and Finally, uh, my wife, I believe, was like, come here, let me see your, your leg. What's, what's going on? Like, you've been, you've been half limping for like three, four days now. Let's take a look. What, well, how, why does this scratch hurt you so much? She goes to peel the bandaid off and it now, now she's got a circular wound in her knee about the size of a quarter and it's covered in all sorts of, uh, I don't know, excretions and, and some 
sort of film. Almost want to say it wasn't pussing, but it was it was unpleasant to look at. We'll we'll leave it at that. And it was definitely beyond the <laughs> the minor abrasion I initially saw, you know, four days ago. Um, so obviously, you know, we took the bandaid off and and put some neosporin on it, washed it off, did the did the whole nine. Um, but it's just it, this is this is a great example of you know you make sure you listen to your kids because every now and then they 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 are they're, they're right. I'm going to say telling the truth because uh, this wasn't a matter of 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 lying or not telling the truth. She definitely had a a owie the entire time, um, and we were all on the same page in that regard. We we I, everyone knew that there was an owie. We just did not know the the severity of the injury. Um, and you know, 2020 hindsight being what it was, the, it probably got that bad because she had the bandaid on airtight for, for four days straight, um, without letting it air out or putting any, you know, anything on it to, to clean it out. So, you know, that, that <laughs> if you want to place blame, I'd go, uh, you know, maybe 70, 30 parents, kid, cause, cause, you know, we are the parents, so it's gotta be mostly our fault, but, um, if she wasn't wearing band-aids like uh, earrings all the time, then, you know, maybe maybe the cut could have uh, healed normally. Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> trying to uh, to not be 100 percent at fault for for letting my poor baby's cut get all infected. Um, but, you know, it's just a, it's a testament to to being gracefully incorrect. Right. It's one of those situations where you have to be like, oh, man, my bad. Sweetheart. I should I should have listened to you. You were right. You, your alley was worse than we thought. Um, granted, it's likely your fault it got that way it's that way nonetheless and we need to address it um so dads parents fathers husbands out there just you know make sure you're doing your due diligence in your in your parental pursuits and and hearing the kids out i know they talk a lot um and it's usually a whole lot of nonsense but every now and then there are some uh, there are some facts in there and we got to be um we got to have our 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 parental our our parental filters up and active so we can uh you know filter out all the noise and and sift in the information uh, <laughs> as always though as as the parental pursuit is it is a difficult line to walk but um that's why you've got me here uh here your your fellow um your fellow dad in arms struggling through it with you um <laughs> You can always find me here at Head Above Hypocrisy. Uh, go make sure you check out the website, headabovehypocrisy.com. You can always um, find additional episodes and all kinds of cool information there. We've got new merch. Um, hashtag Dad versus Life is now uh, out and available on the website. Uh, so if you are out there fighting that good fight, why don't you head on over to the website and uh, get yourself a uniform? <laughs> Um, it would be uh, greatly appreciated. <laughs> so that's the dad corner versus um, <laughs> strong and wrong versus gracefully incorrect. Um, and I I would have to say it's a draw. I think that both uh, both approaches, both skill sets, whatever you want to call it, they're they're both necessary um, in in leadership, parenting. Um, pretty much, you know, any situation where you are, um, in a, in a position to make decisions for others, it's important to, you know, stick to your guns, be strong in your, in your choices, 
but also be humble and open enough to to hear when people are like, hey, man, that might not be right or that's not the best way to do something. Um, you know, being being in charge, being a leader is not necessarily knowing everything and having all the right answers. It's knowing, you know, where to get them and and how to find them. Right. You know, you you it's it's not your job to know everything, uh, but it is your job to be accurate. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you can do that yourself with your own, you know, research and making sure you're right and, or by listening to those around you. Um, so, you know, keep fighting the good fight, parents, dads, husbands. It's a, it's a tough one. It's an uphill journey. Pay's not great. Uh, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> and I will, uh, I will do my best to continue to be your virtual Sherpa out here in these uh in these treacherous parental streets <laughs> until next time guys um take it easy